0: Question. Yep. Is your avatar in a
1: Among Us onesie? No. It's probably just Google doing a thing. Oh,
0: okay. Exact. I, I don't know if you've actually seen your avatar for the, for the past like week or so. It's been inside like a a one a onesie.
1: Oh, oh for oh for Discord. No, that's not one. That's not an Among Us onesie. That's a blanket bro. Yeah, it's a a Discord little decoration thing. Hello and welcome everyone to the VG Weekly Roundup, your number one unranked weekly video game podcast. And starting next Tuesday, it's going to be every Tuesday and Thursday... Listen, we're gonna get into that in a bit, but every starting next week, every Tuesday and Thursday at eight PM ish Central Time, we're getting we're, we're getting more organized. We're doing it at the same time both days because hey, I need some goddamn order in this bitch. Anyway, we come to you live with our collection of this week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and what we've been playing right here at Twitch.tv/slash Closp. That is Twitch.tv/slash C L O S P. Please remember. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free monthly Twitch sub for your any channel. We'd love to be that channel for you, but if not, you know what? That's all right. You can still support us by liking, rating, sharing, and also following the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you can get your podcasts from. No, I'm being very fucking serious. You can't go anywhere without finding us. All you got to do is type in VG Weekly, and here we are right at your hearing pleasure. You can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at VG Weeb Weekly. That is VG Weeb That's true. true. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got a funny haha As I go quickly look at Twitter to retweet that we're live because I completely forgot about that. No, it's just I I just I was just thinking
0: that I'm facing a conundrum. That, well, I I don't know how do yeah, you I post that in the tweet. How how do I. How would I describe my mother? How to not make a well-done burger? Because I need—I need to have a conversation. Her. Anyway, I, go on. No, the, my mind just goes places when when you're doing the intro. So no, we're good. Yeah, we're good.
1: And it happens the same way whenever you're reading out news stories. I'm just thinking about other shit. Yeah. Even worse, because it's a Thursday. I'm busy. I got a D D and game to run like an hour and a half. I mean, we we we, we get there. We get there. We get there. Let's go. Yeah, but anywho, I am one of your co-hosts. I'm the deranged voiceman himself of Ultima about Ultima JV Death on Twitter and Twitch. And with me, as always, the person that makes this all possible, the man who has who wears a lot of hats doing this whole fucking thing. The person that runs uh two whole podcasts, this and Weebo Trash Shock, the one and only, the man in green, Silos P, but everyone can always call him P.
0: You know, surprisingly, I actually do own a lot of hats. My problem is that my head is so fucking big, I can't wear them all. Or any. Like I buy them. I, I buy them with the intention of, like, you know, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to undo the snapback in the back. The snapbacks are fucking stupid. And just go ahead and put in uh, strapbacks, like, the little, like, pullable strand thing on there. I just never yeah. get around to doing it. But, yeah, that, that's, I, I do have a lot of hats, though.
1: I just, I, my head's too big to wear, them. but working on that. Well, that's something. That's definitely something. I got a big but head. this is, uh... This is episode twenty-eight on a Thursday, December fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, as I was trying to say in the in the thing in the intro earlier, next week, next Tuesday is our last episode before our break, before our winter break. After that, yep, uniform eight p.m. ish Central, nine p.m. Eastern. That's where we're going to be starting these podcasts. You excited? I excited. I'm excited. I, I got.
0: Uh, I'm working on some uh, surprises for us in terms of helping to fill the Thursday slot, possibly until Midas gets back. So. Look forward to that. Look forward to that.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Uh, but, as with every every episode, we got some news to cover, as well as Fallout from the, the VGAs, or sorry, just... Uh, it? No, no, it's TGA's The Game Awards, which is fucking stupid. But either way, we have to ask the burning question, P, what have you been playing? So, I
0: went back with the coming release of Crisis Core Reunion. I went back and finally finished up my uh, PS5 playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake, along with, for the first time, playing the Yuffie DLC. So, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Intergrade. And I'd tell y'all right now, yeah. fuck, if you didn't play that game on either PC or PS5, you didn't really play that game, because it is just a, it's fucking different. It's yep. just, it is
1: literally so fucking different. Like, night and day. Integrate is a really, really good DLC. It's some DLC that makes me think this really could have just been a game. Well, so Integrate, I'm
0: getting semantics here. Integrate is the name for the re release. The DLC's name is Intermission. How does it use Ah. Name. Yeah. Which, I, I agree, stupid little connotation, but also it is an moral game. So yeah, I, that's my life. Uh Either way. Yeah, no. So I went back and played it. You know, again, it is amazing. Just simply amazing Uh how good this game is. It's, it does not make fucking sense. I cannot wait for us to go ahead and have the Final Fantasy Remake Part 2 um, I forget what the fuck is the subtitle. I don't remember anymore. Either way, I, I can't think there wait. Was a subtitle? I think it's just part two. No, no, there's a subtitle. They all have subtitles. I think they all have subtitles that begin with the letter R. Um, but anyway, like it's it's again, it's so fucking gorgeous, especially the Yuffie DLC that is just PS5 only. Uh, and they've even stated that on the PC? reason,
1: huh? It's on PC.
0: Oh I'm I, what I meant to say was when it was developed you could not play that DLC on PS4 but yeah on PC and PS5 only. Uh so they and, uh, did not yeah I'm sorry. And uh the name we're looking for is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Rebirth. Thank you. There we go. There we go. But just the way that things just oh my god the the reaction the the cinematics the the this pure gameplay and the fluidity like it's just next level. It was one thing to go ahead and play You know, it was a new game plus. I'd already had like pretty much maxed out characters, everything for, you know, uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake playthrough. So that made it really easy to get through. But then going back and having to start from scratch because it was a new save file for the Yuffie DLC. And again, being able to re-experience for the first time the natural progression of the combat system, Nomura. And I need to find the guy's name, but his go-to person for combat normally who helped him do the combat for basically every big game he's ever done. Uh, most specifically for those who are in the know, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. The reason Kingdom Hearts 3 plays the way it does is because Kingdom Hearts 2, a uh, combat director, was actually under Nomura working on 7 Remake the whole time. Uh, that's why it's just so different and it's so lacking. But, again, just having to relearn, re-experience that with the Yuffie DLC, it was fucking fantastic. I loved it so much. Like, the fact that, again, each one of these characters, Barrett, Cloud, uh, Arif, Tifa, and Yuffie making just so... Each one plays completely different, but they are so balanced. They are so well-developed, and they are just so enjoyable. I was having such a blast of almost dying every fucking time I went to a boss fight. But even with that limited amount of time, they knew to go ahead and them, start them at level 25. Here's some good stuff on there. Here's some unlock. You don't need everything. But again, it, it makes sense why when they released i think it was in 2020 they got best direction this is for me nomura so far his
1: masterpiece of what kind of director he is when it comes to Uh, having full control real quick battle director's name taruki endo just to give them their flowers thank you thank you yep Uh, yep, yep, yep. amazing job they did i i really liked it um i had the pleasure of playing it for the first time when it came to the epic game store amazing uh also added the new boss, which is a complete pain in the fucking ass. I love mm-hmm. it. I haven't I haven't played him yet. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna need to max out everyone. Mm-hmm. I know. And I mean to, to you're gonna have to prepare as if you're fighting two Bahamuts.
0: hmm But go on. No, uh, I understand. Like, uh, not to too much on it because you know it's an o- older game, but yeah, I wanted to play it to get to the end and be ready for um, Ashes of Core uh, uh, reunion. About that, got that ready to go. I don't think I'm ever gonna stream reunion. I might maybe for the first time I go ahead and play it, but ultimately I'm just ready to play that. And it's again, it was just so good that Yuffie DLC. Ah, it was, fuck, it was amazing. You know, it was just fucking amazing. It was so I can't get over it. it just felt so good to play a new character. With that mind behind combat, so good, so 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 good. Again, can't recommend enough. Even if you play it originally, if you get a PS5, you get a 4K TV, full on HDR, all that. Play it again. Believe me, you will not
1: believe it. Don't care for the card uh combat or the, yeah the uh, the the little mini game that they have you do. Oh, I I got obsessed. I got obsessed. But go on, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I I'm not. I don't care for it. Which usually I I like some mini game bullshit. Hell, the fishing minigame in Yakuza 3 and 4. It's all my favorite shit. But this, I, it, could not, it, couldn't, it couldn't grab me. Hell, I love Gwent from Witcher 3. This, I don't know why, just couldn't grab me.
0: What about you, Osman? What you been playing?
1: Right, so I said that I would talk about this after the VGAs, uh, especially because it was up for numerous awards, which we're going to run through. Uh, right after this, but um, right before the VGAs, I had finally finished God of War Ragnarok. And my god. My fucking god. I can understand why it took the place of like Red Dead 2 for this year's VGAs to where it was in every category that it could qualify for. Just having been released about a week or two right before, sorry, publicly released a week or two right before the deadline of games to be uh, nominated, uh, which was a fun fact. That was really fun to to look at. Um, this game made me emote so fucking much, and I you can all watch it on uh on my Twitch. Granted, I had a lot of streaming errors because this game is super high fucking definition, like. Even on the PS4, this game looks phenomenally beautiful, and I wasn't able to really stream it at its highest uh, at its highest potential because everything just looked grainy. Like I, th- Twitch, Twitch's bitrate, for me could not support it. Twitch's cap lock at six thousand bits; it needs to be ran at at least ten thousand to 18,000 bits. But my God, this game! It is both cinematically. And mechanically beautiful, the characters they make you just they make you attached. E- even people like even characters that just came in like through it. I-, I was so attached. Uh, Thor, it's fucking Odin. Odin being the biggest, biggest like left curve because I did not expect Odin to look like that, to sound like that. But the more you get to play, the more it's like, yeah, this is the this is Odin, this is the Odin, this is that that that's that motherfucker right there that's that motherfucker uh, um and as you see in the fucking video the the valkyrie fights and shit where they're beating the shadow of atreus which also i didn't know you you were able to play as atreus through half of this game that was a very very big welcome I, because should, I should i have spoilers well, up? no you don't oh well you have some give some bits but it's nothing like big story like breaking
0: unless okay. a certain
1: bit actually happened uh, there, there was the fight between two Valkyries which I thought still was hilarious because they have Atreus and they're punching the shit of him that's funny but yeah you get to play as Atreus which is amazing his kit is really good much more faster paced than uh Kratos and just the scenes with Kratos t- bonding with Atreus is just so fucking it just feels so good this deserved the awards that it got and honestly it is one of the two games I thought was going to win game of the year I was right with what I picked. And if you were here uh, the other week, then you know what I picked for Game of the Year. Or if you were here last Thursday for the live reaction, you would know who I picked for Game of the Year. But, man, I, I am so glad it won the awards that it did. And, my God, I... Oh, I can't wait to try to 100% this. I, I, I'm i at the point where i got to fight Gana, the new Valkyrie Queen, and she is a bitch. I love it. I love it. Uh, my biggest gripe with this game is just the in-between. Some of the exploration does get very, very droll at times. And there are certain bits. Uh, granted, the, the, what I'm about to talk about next is kind of like post-game, but uh, there are some side quests that you just do not have a marker for. That you're going to have to do some extra exploration. But these are completely optional. You don't have to do it. I'm doing it because I want to 100% the game. But that's just me. That's just me. Um, Aside from that, this is a near-perfect game. Which is shocking because there is no, no such thing as a perfect game. And if you say there is, you're biased and you're in denial. That's, that's pretty much it. I can't go into a 10 minute spiel. I don't normally talk this long for games like God of War is... Ah, man. It makes me want to play the original 3. I've only played uh, God of War 2 for uh, for people to swing their pitchforks at me, and only because accessibility is a pain in the ass for Sony because they make it very difficult to play older games unless you have PS Now, which is a shit service for me.
0: Nah, for me too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you, can get fiber. Three. you can get I'm, God of War 3, but you can't get God of War 1 or 2 unless you got a PS3. I can also get a better value on Game, on game Pass, so. True, true, true. I think I'm going to stick so, with that. That was what you've been playing. Now, let me just run through this real quick. The VGAs, they happened last Thursday. I'm not reading anything. This is just me ad-libbing. There were about just a little over 40 world premieres, at least some that I caught. And in the pre-show, of course, there were some, uh, some things that won. So when it comes to world premieres, there were a lot of very interesting things like Returnal's PC release, a game called Replace that I'm glad is back in development because uh, yeah. that was a Ukraine-based um, uh, ukraine based development team that uh, was get, having some hard times with Russia and all that shit, as well as the announcement of Hades 2, Bayonetta Origins, which I don't really care for but i mean hey story-wise it looks pretty neat suicide squad uh killed justice league jedi last survivor we got some a new new trailer diablo 4 remnant 2 warhammer 40k space marine lords of the fallen as well as some interesting uh gameplay footage of street fighter 6 tekken 8 as well as an announcement for horizon forbidden west uh dlc called burning shores as well as the last three world premieres which i think we're going to talk a little bit about first one being the cyberpunk phantom liberty dlc which Cyberpunk has come a long way. This is their first paid DLC. And you want to know who's the main attraction for this one? Audience, because me and P already seen it. It's, 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 it's Idris Elba. It's Knuckles. Go on.
0: I- I'm going to say, the man who made a promise, and he kept that promise. He did not that's make Knuckles sexy. And that's good. Because he fucking made him a child. And I love it. I I didn't I didn't expect that out of Idris. I, I don't think he gets the flowers enough for that performance. That was awesome. That was that was awesome. That it was not just Idris Elba as Knuckles. He really made a Knuckles like a, a new
1: Knuckles, and I I was about it. I really think it was cool. I really liked it. I need to actually watch Sonic Two, even though it was my it was my pick for best adaptation. I need to watch it because I haven't. <laughs> Feel free to shoot me later. I I
0: I, I don't I, I again. I love Idris. I'm excited for him to get this part in it. I'm not playing that game, but I'm excited for him to have this. Uh, good for him. Good, good for the game, getting this stuff together. I hope this DLC does not launch Broken as the game did originally. But, yeah. If you haven't had a chance yet, go check out Idris's, uh Knuckles and
1: Sonic the Movie 2. Meanwhile, I'll be playing the DLC when I can. But after that, immediately after that DLC... Was something that even though we covered it, we didn't think was going to come out this soon. The return of Armor Core with Armor Core Six Fires of Rubicon, and go watch the reaction video because we were squealing when we saw this shit.
0: I popped. I don't know why I popped. I popped enough that my I kind of almost lost my voice the next day a little bit.
1: I felt it. I felt it in there. I felt you that little normally- gravel. You don't really pop and you don't pop at all for from software titles, yeah I, so this, was, is, this this is new well i I saw Mecca and I just lost all
0: control, my mind went somewhere. I completely forgot about the, about the fact that oh yeah that likely was was gonna happen, and I don't know, like as soon as I realized what I was looking at, I just all I saw was giant robots, and again suddenly, I was a fucking little kid at my I was watching Tsunami. He was like, what is a Gundam? My life has been changed forever.
1: And yeah, I don't know. He is not kidding. He loves mechs. He has a lot of hours on Gundam Evolution. A lot of hours. Many hours. And it's a good thing. Gundam Evolution is a good game. Uh, but of course, the big the big capstone of this, aside from arguably... uh. The Street Fighter and Tekken, as well as Hades, too, that one had a huge pop when people realized yeah. what it was. Um, was the new trailer for Final Fantasy 16 labeled Revenge? Hey, and we got a person of color in the trailer, that's when they're the bad guy. Is that what happened? Yeah, okay. I was, I'm, I'm I was gonna, gonna be make a joke when the day happened, but then I realized I'm gonna just wait for this episode.
0: No, like, I, I, I gotta go would. back and watch it again, I'm gonna be honest. At that point, I was just kind of zoned out, like, again, I you love were Yoshi starstruck. Yeah. yeah,
1: you saw Yoshi P, and he was talking English.
0: I... Yeah, I don't... like That man just came in and was like, hey,
1: Kojima got a translator. That's cute. Kojima got a translator. Miyazaki got a translator. P? Ha, here's a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16. And then... A really good cinematic trailer that honestly made me want to play the game more than the last trailer that we got. Yeah.
0: I'm just happy we, we finally know, got uh,
1: teammates. I, you know, we got a I- dog that we can pet. Yep. And you can, you, can,
0: you can pet the dog. You can pet the dog. I just hope we can play as a dog because he is a team member. I think it would be good practice for being able to play as uh, Red 13 in
1: 7 Part 2. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to, the, to our mutual homie, Tortilla, for getting a picture with Yoshi P. And Harada. And Harada. Whatever. But, um, I'm going to Fan Fest in Vegas and at the end of July. I'll meet him, too. I'll do it. And we'll wonderful. We'll take a picture with him. But, of I, course, I'm, let me I'm, just run through what won. So, for, uh, the first award was Best Mobile Game. Marvel Snap won. Best Fighting Game. Fuck you, Sifu. Unfortunately, Multiverse still won. Uh, Best Esports. I'm going to just shotgun this. E- esports Game. Valorant. Esports Athlete. Yay? Apparently. Esports Team. Loud best esports coach, bazooka. As I had to re listen to see how that's pronounced, best esports event, which was shockingly, uh, the League of Legends World Championship 2022. I thought it was gonna be EVO, but hey, good, good, good for you, League of Legends. It wasn't your first award. I mean, anyway, uh, I'm gonna say that's like a multi million dollar award, so compared to this
0: EVO, which is like, oh, we, you know, a few million and it started going.
1: No, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. Uh, best family game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which. Was well deserved, but much, much, much well deserved. You know what else was deserved? Best performance, Christopher Motherfucking Judge with the and longest speech. speech and the longest speech, which was which was heartfelt. He looked like he was holding back tears. Which yeah, I would be too, man. He was he, he was like I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad he had his moment, but just so we're clear, like he is the reason that that award show ran long, but awesome. Uh, like fuck, Ke- fuck Jeff Keeley for making a joke out of it numerous times throughout that night. Yeah. So, but. uh, after that, best debut indie, Stray, it won something, which at that point made me realize it's not gonna win Game of the Year. Yeah. After that, best adaptation, Arcane, League of Legends, which stole it because it didn't even come out in 2022. Like yeah, it did. Pretty sure. Go ahead. And, 2021. Oh, it came out after the cutoff, so they were counting it. 20- yeah, okay. Uh, it best is narrative. <laughs> Yeah, so fuck you. Best narrative, God of War Ragnarok, which was, again, well-deserved after playing that game. Best art direction, Elden Ring. Best VR AR game, Moss. Book uh, Moss, two. book two. <laughs> Go on. No, as, yeah. I was saying, yeah, I'm just adding book two. Go on. Yeah, book two. Best sim and Strat game, Mario and Rabbids, which I didn't really think was going to be in this, but hey, good good, good for them. P, you could take this next one. Uh, oh yeah. Best community sport, Final Fantasy 14, because of course it was. Yep. Games for impact as Dust Falls, which I don't know what that game was, but I picked it to win. After that, best sports and racing game, Gran Turismo 7. Best multiplayer game, Stealing It From Behind, Splatoon 3. Best audio design, God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Oh my God. Best content creator, Ludwig. Most anticipated game, The Lord, uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Sorry, when I say TLO, I think of the Lord of uh, in the Lord of the Rings, you know. I got you. uh, best action game, the only one that was nominated for Bayonetta 3. Fuck You, Elena Taylor. Uh, yep. best music and score, God of War Ragnarok. Award in innovation and accessibility, God of War Ragnarok. Best role playing game, which we both agreed when we were choosing what, what would win that Elder Ring shouldn't really be on here. But it won. It won. Player's voice, which I'm disappointed in. Genshin. After they made the joke of they got rid of bot votes and I realized, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Uh, Best indie game, Stray. Best action adventure, God of War Ragnarok. Best ongoing... OAP. you can take this one. Oh, yeah, best ongoing in Final Fantasy XIV, because of course it is. Yeah. Live letter next week, I believe.
0: Wait, what? I was just saying Live Letter next week, I believe, or the week after.
1: Ah. Best Game Direction. Elden Ring. And the Game of the Year goes to... <gasps> Elden Ring. And I was laughing my ass. Oh, no, wait, no, no, sorry, sorry. The Game of the Year apparently is Bill Clinton.
0: Yeah, fuck that kid.
1: Yeah. Man's got arrested. He deserved it. But also, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was hilarious yeah those were the vgas um also honorable mention for uh, for trailers I completely uh i completely didn't uh, highlight this crime boss rock K city just because they have a whole bunch of star power in that game and i'm hoping it doesn't flop please going to. don't
0: flop oh it's going to
1: oh man bro you got you got barbosa you got chuck norris you got the dude that played bill's brother and kill bill you got uh machete Chuck Norris, I think, I already said, bro. It has a whole bunch of star power. I'm just hoping that it's something similar to Saints Row and not the new one that we got, which was apparently very choppy and very boring. I, didn't, I need to wait. I need to get that update ever coming through with this. They, they were fixing everything. I bought that game because, well, I, I was misbehaving. But yeah, so. <laughs> I, I, I dodged a bullet like my second ex. I get you. Anyway, that was the VGAs. Now let's go into some actual business. Hey. Let's talk about news. Let's talk about Call of Duty specifically. So Microsoft's 10-year Call of Duty promise to Sony would reportedly include PlayStation Plus. This is from Rebecca Valentine over at IGN. Oh no. That's next week's story. Let me not uh let me not allude to anything. Anywho, uh Microsoft has been making some big promises lately as it works to encourage regulators to permit its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, the same company that got a person killed. Anyway, among these promises was a deal offered to Sony pledging that Call of Duty would remain available on PlayStation consoles for 10 years, a deal that reportedly also includes PlayStation Plus rights. As reported by Bloomberg, the rights to sell the title via Sony's PlayStation Game subscription service were promised alongside Microsoft's previously stated offer to Sony for 10 years of Call of Duty on Sony hardware, if the Activision Blizzard acquisition went through. Sony has yet to accept the offer and has continued to raise concerns with the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, also known as the CMA, as well as the Federal Trade Commission about the acquisition. Uh, The offer for inclusion on PlayStation Plus is especially notable due to Microsoft's growing promotion of its own uh, subscription service, Xbox Game Pass. Xbox, yeah, Xbox, Microsoft, same thing has previously stated its intentions to put Call of Duty on Game Pass if the deal closes. And Sony has claimed that Game Pass, quote, significantly leads PlayStation Plus in subscription numbers. Rightfully so. Meanwhile, Nintendo recently accepted the 10-year deal offered by Microsoft to put Call of Duty on Nintendo consoles. And Valve head Gabe Newell, Lord Gaiman, indicated that he had no need for such a contract, but was happy to continue working with Microsoft, quote, after, Newell's words, the deal closed. So... If you have, if you have police reports of switches catching on fire, this is why. This, this is why. That game's gonna go on Xbox Cloud and be accessible to my uh, to the Switch. Ain't no way that's gonna have a fucking chip for Modern Warfare Two. That shit's on C- Xbox Cloud and you know it. But aside from that, um, yeah, no, Sony Sony is playing their cards. They're they're actually no, they're holding their cards to their chest. And quite honestly. I believe this is a completely separate story, but that whole deal was put on pause for the the Microsoft uh, and Activision Blizzard acquisition. I believe so. I don't know what updates came from that. So but. it's not so much a matter of it being on pause as a matter
0: of uh, Microsoft is being sued by the FTC uh, to try and stop the acquisition from happening. So I don't know about pause, but it's being challenged, basically. So, I mean, they...
1: Regardless, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead and finish up the story. No, 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 you're fine. This is the point where we're talking about it anyway. Um, In in all honesty, uh, this whole whole thing, Sony would be kind of... I feel like they'd be dumb for not taking this up because for the the PS4's whole... um, For the PS4's lifespan, it took what Xbox 360 had, which was first dibs on Call of Duty DLC as well as had more attention uh, for people like... You remember back in the PS2 days, like that was the console to have. Everyone yeah. wanted or had a PS2. Yeah. Next gen, everyone had an Xbox 360. The tides shifted to Microsoft's favor. And when everyone had and wanted the an Xbox 360, when games like uh Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, uh Black Ops Three, Infinite Warfare, all this, et cetera, et cetera, DLC came first on the 360. That was their own deal. That was their own plan that Activision Blizzard uh, put out for for Microsoft at the time, um, and then later on, you would get it on PC and PS4. The tide switched back I, to I think Sony. You, I think you might have that slightly incorrect because 360 was PS3. No, no, no. no I'm I'm saying I'm saying um, I'm going from Xbox 360 now back to the PS4, oh, the okay, next generation. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back to the PS4 where Call of Duty now has DLC being pumped out on that platform before any others, like Xbox and PC. So now with this acquisition, uh, it could look like it's going to go back to Microsoft, whether it's through popularity or just by sheer money. Um, PlayStation would be dumb to not take the deal, so that way Call of Duty could still be played on PlayStation, because let's be real, um, everyone's going to play Call of Duty. Everyone's going to pick up Call of Duty. Um and excluding Call of Duty from PlayStation would also mean excluding Warzone, which is a free game from PlayStation, which could hurt PlayStation just a little bit.
0: Uh I I'm sorry, I had to look away from the for the next story. Uh did you mention what Gabe Newell had said about it?
1: Uh, that was the last bit that he had no need for such a contract, but was happy to continue working with Microsoft code after the deal was closed. Yeah, so I, I would Which say, like, mean that
0: it's going to happen. Like, we're and the next story I'm going to go ahead and uh, cover is also going to say why I think it should happen. Of Everybody putting my this is happening. Everyone's just arguing about price. Like, that, that right there is, like, again, as long as they can prove that they were willing to keep it on there and also proving that I kind of believe Microsoft at this point, with more things that are coming out, I kind of believe them that they don't care about keeping Call of Duty to themselves. They have bigger concerns to deal with after this occurs because as we will cover the next story things are starting to happen that will be much more a lot more challenging than worrying about what do they have to give a sony to let the deal go through uh it's just yeah it's just all making a lot more sense of why they would, and even then it does seem more and more like they're kind of bending over backwards like t- telling the sony like dude just take whatever the hell you want just leave let, let our deal go through like just get out of the way. Like it, at this point it feels like they're trying to shoo away Sony to just get a, get rid of the annoying little animal in the room. You know? Like you're not going to get... here here just take a little piece of the take a little piece of the meal, go go away.
1: Leave me alone. Like it it does kind of feel like that at this point. Yeah, and also PlayStation kind of just dragging this out by yeah. not giving them a straight answer um Again, it would be dumb for them to not take the deal because, again, you, you, you take away Call of Duty from PlayStation you're taking away a, 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 a console's... um a, a, a way to actually play the game. Again, Warzone, free game. Take it off the PlayStation, no one's going to be able to get it. Um, PC, if if somehow Steam doesn't want any bit of that, don't worry. They have Battle.net, which I don't really like, but that's just me. As well as uh, Xbox on PC, their Game Pass. Um, And again, Nintendo... <laughs> I don't know why they're involved, but um, good. Hey, they, they okay. said, yeah, we'll we'll take the deal. Like they they don't
0: care about Call of Duty. They're doing just fine for themselves, doing their own thing. It's, it's, it's they don't give gaming. a shit. Yeah, it's, they they it's, don't it's give a shit. Gaming. Like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, why not? We'll, we'll help you. Right,
1: we, if we're not has, putting in the work and you are, why not? With a game as big as Call of Duty, man, cloud gaming is gonna have to work overtime. Same, not just on uh, not just on um, fuck, more not just for Switch, but also Smart TVs when that rolls out. As I'm saying, though, I don't think Nintendo even
0: really fucking cares, like, oh, well, I mean, I mean, I guess, sure, if you want to give it back to us, we'll, we'll, we'll let it happen. Why not? Because at this point, they've gone how long not worrying about those Call of Duty numbers and by all purposes for themselves, for how they how they measured themselves, they're doing fine. I mean, cool. It's, it's just, it's Nintendo. more thought. As I'm saying, it's, it's more fodder for Microsoft to I be mean, like, look at everyone else is fine with this, like we're doing what we can. Like, we're, we're making these deals. We're making it a, making the thing like we mean it. It's just more and more of, like, just give them what they want. Because, again, as we'll cover in a moment, Microsoft has bigger worries than Sony or the other competitors to them right now. Yeah, let's go to the next story. Yeah, so to move on to the next bit on here, there's going to be Amazon Games will publish Crystal Dynamics' next Tomb Raider game. This is Wrestling LeBlanc at Game Informer. Amazon Games will publish the next Crystal Dynamics' Tomb Raider game which was announced earlier this year. In April, Crystal Dynamics revealed that it was developing the next Tomb Raider game in its series that began, that began with a reboot back in 2013. They did so during the State of Unreal 2022 presentation, revealing that this Tomb Raider sequel, the fourth in this rebooted series, will be built on Unreal Engine 5. Now, Crystal Dynamics has announced that Amazon Games will publish this sequel. Amazon Games and Crystal Dynamics today announced that they have reached an agreement under which Crystal Dynamics will develop a new multi-platform Tomb Raider title. With Amazon Games providing full support in publishing the game globally, a press release reads, The as-of-yet-untitled new Tomb Raider is a single-player, narrative-driven adventure that continues lower Croft's story in the Tomb Raider series and includes all the elements that have made Tomb Raider one of the most revered franchises in the gaming, giving players control of the uh, confident and multidimensional hero Lara Croft in an environment environment that rewards exploration and creative pathfinding with mind-bending puzzles to solve and a wide variety of enemies to face and overcome. The press release says the studio is using Unreal Engine 5 to make this upcoming game the most expansive Tomb Raider game to date. The sequel is currently in early development. Amazon Games Vice President Christoph Hartman says, Tomb Raider is one of the most beloved IPs in entertainment history, and Amazon is incredibly excited about collaborating with the talented and visionary Crystal Dynamics team to bring the next chapter of Lara Croft's saga to players around the world. Crystal Dynamics had Scott Amos saying, following Embracer Group's acquisition of the studio earlier this year, the team has an extraordinary opportunity to redefine what a publishing relationship is for Tomb Raider. Transformative is what we're looking for, and with Amazon Games, we found a team that shares our creative vision and values for a lower Croft universe across the spectrum of possibilities. They're uniquely positioned to rewrite what publishing and development collaborations are, and we're eager to forge this new path together, starting with building the biggest and best Tomb Raider game yet. Before I go into my next point, I want to make a few things clear here. Purchase Dynamics, under Embracer Group. When this happens, Embracer Group will be reaping the benefits. And I believe this is going to be the first time that Amazon's being full on, hey, we'll go ahead and back this. We'll kind of, you know, cut out the middleman when we'll be the middleman uh, to help with this. Embracer Group, as of December 2022, has 132 internal game development studios, <coughs> and it is engaging more than 15,731 employees and contracted employees in more than 40 countries. That is straight from the Wikipedia. In no less than five years, Amazon Games will buy Embrace Group and own all of those studios, all those IPs, and have all those employees on them. I'm stating it right here and now. And when that happens... That is more than enough firepower just to begin with their expansion directly in the gaming without any more failed products. And that is Man, exactly the why. Is gonna <laughs> the crunch is going to be wild. The crunch is going to be wild. that is exactly why the, the Microsoft deal is going to go through. And more importantly, why I want it to go through. Because Amazon are professional union busters. The future of healthy game design as a career is in unions. Having a group like Amazon suddenly control 132 internal game development studios. Over 15,000 employees. Let me run that down for some of y'all. That's going to go ahead and be things like Gearbox Interactive. That is going to go ahead and be Saber Interactive. THQ Nordic. Oh, rip. There is... They've got mobile games, DECA games... I ran, they got a tabletop game, at least one of them. Like, this is a lot. And they're going to buy them. I, I believe full, absolutely, this is first toe in the water. It's going to go well enough for him, And they're going to be like, fuck it. Let's just buy the whole goddamn thing. Like Everyone's been wondering, what is the you're going to do buying all these groups? What are they doing? What, what's the point of all this? The point of all this? Find something like Amazon to buy it off them and make their profit.
1: This is this, just, at this point, it's just amazon trying to monopolize uh in the gaming in, in, yeah, in the gaming industry no Jesus it's Christ. not even about them
0: monopolizing it's the fact that, that this is going to be their way and they know how much games make they know they want a piece of that pie they've tried doing uh game studios they've tried doing game streaming all that has failed they have very clearly made it a thing of oh hey let's just let somebody else do the work and we'll just buy them which is exactly what M- microsoft is doing this is going to be the future of how these groupings, of these large-scale productions are going to happen. Fight as much as you want, deny as much as you want, scream, fuck, have as much as you want. But ultimately, we need to find another resolution for this. And, to, and for me, that means unions. Do I believe Microsoft is a hero here? No, absolutely not. But I believe that they are absolutely aware of the fact of how much shit they're going to have to deal with if they were openly anti-union. We didn't cover the story, maybe we will next week, but there was a story recently of one of Microsoft Studios being the largest to go ahead and now be part of a unit of about over 300 employees, I believe. And it was a very big move. So at the very least, this is going to be becoming a matter of, of all, it's going to be a new big three. It's going to be Microsoft, Amazon, Google. And Sony's is kind of going to be there for whatever reason. If anything, Sony's going to be more like Nintendo than anyone. Yeah. Because they just don't have the capital. Be.
1: What's for the that? love of god before we go into a christmas break can we not have this the second most fucking depressing episode of wiji weekly roundup history for the love for, please <laughs> please jesus christ man last time we were about to do this bro the first most depressing episode was going through a whole deep dive of the activision blizzard fucking lawsuit bro i don't think we need another depressing episode right before christmas Folks, all
0: I can tell you is keep your eyes on your news websites because game publishers love screwing over the developers right before Christmas because they know
1: all the publications go on break, too. And uh, keep an eye on game publishers because they love screwing themselves over, too. But that's next week. Why, why is Christmas super depressing for games, man? We're supposed to be buying them, not crying over them because they know the they know
0: the industry goes on pause. Like the these bigger companies they know exactly when to do it. They know
1: exactly when to strike when the news stops. Uh I'm have mm-hmm. to think of something to make next week's episode a bit more cheery or something. Good luck. Um I'll think of something fucking at that point it's up to you since you you're kind of the, the the last say of this shit.
0: Yeah like I'm
1: I'm I'm looking like I don't look I just I just going not be a news story. If it doesn't yeah. gotta be a news story, I'll find something.
0: Yeah. I don't put it up there, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. But yeah, no, this is a this is a thing. Like this is exactly why I believe that deal is gonna happen. This is the first move of what will eventually be a massive ownership shift. Like we're we're gonna have a new big three. And it ain't gonna yep. be Sony and Microsoft.
1: I noticed that you left one company out of that discussion. Again, Nintendo community. does not fucking care, folks. Not, Ninten- not that, if you would let me fucking finish. Okay. You left out Steam, which was going to be the segue until you mentioned Nintendo, so. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, well, honestly, this next part is going to
0: kind of cover why Steam don't fucking care either. Next yeah, up. There was your segue. <laughs> Valve answers our burning Steam Deck questions, including a possible Steam controller, too. This is Sean Hollister at The Verge. We are going to be jumping all over the place. We're going to be jumping all over the goddamn... You know what? I wasn't going to edit it. It's how they put in the
1: article. (laughs) Sean Hollister. He owes us money.
0: if, if, If The Verge wants to fucking scream out their writers' names
1: on their articles, more power to them. I am correct. So, do um, you want to do the whole thing, or do you want to alternate between questions? Because there's four questions here for us.
0: No, I mean, I, I'm good doing the whole thing, just for the sake of, like... I mean, if you want to take, what, the last two? That's fine.
1: I was thinking, like, you go and I go, so that way... Oh, that's fine. It's, it's not too two. much on oh. you, so that we could also take a sip of water. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, But yeah, so we're going to be all over the place. If you want to read the
0: full article, including things we're not covering here, again, that is going to be from Sean Hollister at The Verge, the article is Valve Vantas are burning steam deck questions, including a possible well, steam f- control tube.
1: Follow us on VG VGweeb Weekly and we might post uh, the links so that we can do some mandatory reading, huh? How about how about that? Yeah, how about man. get some eyes on our on, on our fucking social media so that way you you too can read this. Just in case you don't want to go through the Verge or IGN or Kotaku or other places. Maybe we'll, we'll help you out. That's that's a good idea. We might start implementing that next year.
0: Might, yeah, twenty twenty three. Yeah, we'll see what happens there, folks. All right, well, first we'll up. Ha- we'll have a board meeting. First up, the Steam Deck may never be stable like a traditional console. I don't think you should expect that, says uh, Graphis. Stable uh, in terms of yeah. having a great experience for people? Yeah, absolutely. But I think we're always going to be pushing updates as long as there's people playing. For updates, the team is primarily working off two big lists, says Yang. Things we want to fix and things we still want to make. The bug list grows as more people get Steam Deck, and we get more feedback about things and the features, like, the features list kind of stays the same size because as we add features, we get more features we want to add based on our own experiences and what we're hearing from customers, He says. One of the most exciting parts of being a Steam Deck owner is trying those new features, like the horizontal performance overlay that recently rolled out in the preview ring, letting you keep tabs on frame rate, temperature, battery life, and more using the portion of screen that goes wasted in any game that runs letterbox. So 4x9, 4x6. Uh but Valve is also aware that it shipped some embarrassing bugs even to its stable ring. The one you generally expect to get the okay the one you generally expect to expect to just work. So it's been getting a little more cautious about what it pushes out. Uh Grafias says the team has been moving to a monthly cadence of stable updates and suggest things will also improve as more Steam decks roll out, but it's only a subset of users that opt into these more advanced update channels. It also helps that updates download in the background now. We're aiming to make the update process as painless and smooth as possible. You just rebooted into them, uh, says
1: Graphites. Valve is making the battery easier to replace. I fixed it called battery replacements, quote, the Steam Deck's Achilles heel. Kind of like the Switch. <laughs> it's the one part of the handheld computer that's, that isn't easy to remove, which is unfortunate when you consider that batteries are the most obvious wear component of any portable computer. I asked Valve, well, why the glue? Doesn't your L-shaped battery already have a nice L-shaped pocket to keep it secure? Here's Graphias. I believe you always need some extra room around the battery to account for possible battery expansion in in design, right? Because of that, you can't really have the battery-shaped hole where it goes into the case to be, you know, exactly the same size as the battery. And so for that reason, there's always a risk that if it's not fastened properly, it will be rattling around or shifting. Because it's a very heavy component with respect to the rest of the deck, it would be a very bad experience to have a battery that's loose in there. In some of our early prototypes, we had that issue, and I'll tell you, it doesn't feel good at all when you're just moving around trying to use your deck. You don't want a Steam Deck Maraca. And you don't want a battery possibly touching other important components and jostling them around, adds Yang. Oh, well, I should have done a different voice. But also Yang says that Valve's intent is everything to be as repairable as possible. Admits the glue isn't ideal, and says the team is already making it easier with new hardware revisions. We have rolled in a change to the geometry of the adhesive, making the battery easier to loosen, says Yang. Hopefully, the new shape should make it easier to pry.
0: The second gen Steam Deck is coming, but may not, but maybe not a pro. Valve has repeatedly confirmed that the Steam Deck is a multi-generational product, and new versions are on the way. What will they include? When asked Yang and Fias for
1: the pain points, the, the pain points? Really? Pain, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's I, a fucking pain. None of us want a fucking Steam Deck during the VGAs. I'm so salty about it. One every minute. And the homie Christopher Judge was hooking us up with extra minutes. I, I feel like maybe they meant to say main...
0: Whatever. The pain points they wanted to address in a sequel. <laughs> they had nearly identical answers, screen and battery life. What about performance? Like Nintendo, which has repeatedly chosen not to increase the performance of Nintendo Switch, despite having technology to make a so-called Switch Pro, Valve is similarly weighing whether to keep the handheld's performance consistent for now. Right now, the fact that all Steam decks can play the same games and that we have one target for users to understand what kind of performance level to expect when you're playing and for developers to understand what to target, there is a lot of value in having that one spec, says Grafias. I think we'll opt to keep the one performance level for a little bit longer and only look at changing the performance levels when there is a significant gain to be
1: had. Yes. Valve hopes the Steam Deck will inspire new Steam boxes too, I hope fucking not, but it probably won't build them itself. Before the Steam Deck, there was there were Steam machines. Valve's failed attempt to bring your, P- your gaming PC into the living room by offering gaming PC manufacturers a controller and early Linux support. Now that the Steam Deck is a success, will it reboot that initiative? Maybe. Valve is still working on making the Deck's Steam OS 3 available for other manufacturers PCs, and it hopes... Sorry, and it hopes uh, they'll carry the torch once it's done. Quote, once it's widely available, not only are we excited to see other manufacturers making their own handheld PC gaming devices, we're excited to see people making their own Steam OS machines, which could include small PCs that they put next to their TV, says Yang. So yeah, they're more focused on their own shit right now.
0: Well, that and also, if you'll notice, when it comes to updates and everything, uh, what's their answer? We'll have somebody Nintendo. else do it. No, their answer is we'll have somebody else do it. Like, we'll let somebody else do it. Like, if they're really going to, they're they're basically making a gaming OS for their library, which in all likelihood, that, that device, a Steam Deck, can also run Game Pass <laughs> or anything else, just a portable PC, ultimately. Yeah. If people is. are taking that OS, that workstation, and they're saying, oh, yeah, go ahead, make your own physical game console with it, There you go. That's like, if someone can find a way to make a more cost-efficient version of PS5 or Xbox, again, more competitors, not owners. Like, at that point, more and more of the things that Sony puts its hat on are seemingly in danger of going away. And even with that, the people that are uh, enabling that, such as Valve, they're literally just like, oh, yeah, here's this thing. Go wild of it. We know where we make our money. The industry is
1: changing. And it's about finding your identity and who you're going to be in it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe right before the Gabe Gear came out. Yeah, I remember the name. Uh, Right before the Gabe Gear came out, we were reading out uh the, the specifications and everything going into the Steam Deck's release. And... Their whole thing was, yeah, it's Linux. So it's a Linux support. It's Linux-based. But if you really want to, you really could just put Windows in there and do whatever the hell you want. It wouldn't yep. be the best choice, but you can do whatever you want as if it were your own PC. You can do your modifications. We uh, even talking about the storage specifically because the storage was atrocious when, this game, when the Steam Deck was coming out. Uh, even talking about um, getting some NVMEs uh, to replace some of the SSDs in there because... My God, some of those uh, storage decks were not good on release. But th- the whole thing now is just, all right, here is the layout. Here's the blueprints. Go crazy. If you do basically, better, we'll shout you out.
0: Basically, yeah. I mean, yeah, again, because they're-, they're, they're making this piece of hardware for the sake of, oh, yeah, it's good. People are enjoying it and selling really, really well. But also, um, oh, no, they can't move hardware. Where else were they? Make? oh right, Steam. Period. Steam. Steam. Yeah, the thing that has competitors, it still has a monopoly on game releases on
1: PC. In, in, like, in all honesty, they're they're kind of adopted the. I, this is my own version of seeing this, and my mm-hmm. my views are very fucking stupid. Um, I feel like they're they're engrossed with okay. There are a lot of talented people out there that are not under our hire. Let them do something for us for free, and we'll just yeah. take that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, they, it's basically like the modding community. Like they put out a game like Skyrim. It's like, all right, now here's some more talented people to make unofficial patches that make the game even better.
0: Yeah, they. I, I didn't cut it in here, but at one point they even said, "Hey, do you want to have like your game, you know, just be pick up and play? Well, whatever you do, want a Steam Deck stop and go pick it up on your PC seamlessly?" They even said there. Yeah, the technology's there tell your developers
1: we're not going to do it but they can (laughs) at that point that really is just like when we first covered the story that it's basically just a pc switch yeah because that's that's just a dock again that that's the whole thing about it like here's the hardware go do what you want with it and that's kind of the whole thing like (laughs) updating performances nah you look at nintendo they're not doing it why should we we'll wait for like another five years until it's absolutely needed Exactly. Like, even with its more basic level performance on there, so
0: many people are saying how much they like, oh, why would I ever go back to my Switch now that I have my Steam Deck. Yada, yada, yada. And the the Switch is so blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, yeah, look at that. Tribalism already. Like, we could have both devices, but no, we have to make it about that. And ultimately, they're still winning. People are still spending that all that money on something that, you know, is like halfway to building an actual PC. But People want the convenience, and it does serve as just a portable PC that will get them places. Like,
1: yeah, there the portable it is. There... Went at best.
0: Yeah, like, th- there you go. Like, this is going to be an answer for people who want to get into PC gaming, but they don't know how to make a computer or want to go through that process, but they also don't want to spend the extra money on a pre build of like $1,000 still. There you go. Spend between five and 700 on a Steam Deck. And it also can be docked to go ahead and play on TV, too. Like, yeah. It, it, it just keeps eliminating. Again, the future of this this whole industry, it seems like, it is just eliminating things you need to do to play games. The only one that is still sticking to really, like, hey, you need this to do this, and is still trying to be a leader of the pack, is Sony. Now, Nintendo knows who it is. They're not worried about leading the pack. They're not worried about all this other stuff. They're just, they have their own much success. And that's... Working for them? Yeah, they, don't need, they don't need to lead the pack when they've already paved the way. Exactly. Microsoft, they said, hey, why do we need a Steam device? Let's not worry about making a steaming device. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. We don't need a stream device. Let's not worry about making that. Let's make the app that is free. Let's just we'll be able to go ahead and download it on their TVs. And boom, there you go. They get the app. They pay for the subscription. We're getting money. Like, th- this is the future. They're just finding new ways to make money with less things you have to do.
1: Steam, uh, I mean, it's 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 not it's not a bad it's not a bad practice. Yeah. If if, but- if 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 it's made if it's made them money if it's made them stay this long if it's made their 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 current project more successful than their past project the Steam Box, all the power to them. And even then, maybe things like a
0: Steam Box will come back, but. I it hope just, not. It, it won't it won't be from them, but it will still ultimately be like a gaming console for PC level video games and PC level experience. And they already know their biggest issue is the battery life. Yeah. Which again, what does it answer to that? Oh, we made it easy for you to go ahead and uh speak to somebody to replace it or fix it. Like All motherfucker. This glue? don't worry about it. You can pry it. Yeah, we like, literally, there's an article, and it's like, yeah, we know the glue wasn't great and all that, but um, we're just making it easier for you to go ahead and fix it yourself, you or have or somebody else fix it, it. it for you. Like, yeah, and they're like, yeah, go find somebody. Don't worry, they can fix it. They made it so they can fix it. We're not going to, but you can find somebody. Like, yeah. th- that is their yeah. answer.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a weird comparison. Have you seen the new episode of Bleach? Uh, no, actually, I have not. I haven't watched any of it, so except like the first so- episode. All right, so I'm gonna just say, um, they they meet a person that makes the Zanpak toes and yeah. then they say, "Hey, everyone has a thing called an a- Asauchi, which is basically the the very first blueprint until they get imprint their soul on it. That's basically yeah. the Steam Deck. To where the Steam Deck is just the base thing until you can add your shit into make it into making it better in your own. Yeah, you don't want Linux. You can you can get Windows ten, don't get Windows eleven. I don't even think it support Windows eleven. Now that I think about it, like, uh You want better storage? Get your own NVMe. You want better RAM? Get your own chips. Like ultimately, this is in a
0: lesser extent. They're just they're pulling on Microsoft. They made an OS that everyone would need to go ahead and work with. Oh, you just want to buy PC games? Make it easier for yourself. Here is our Steam OS. Put it in your box. If you want to take the risk on selling it, go ahead. If it goes and works, cool. We're making money because you're using our OS. So all those games are bought from us. Like, and that... My... Again, i was going to say, and then Microsoft. What does Microsoft do? They make Windows OS. Every computer has Windows OS.
1: So things you do in there are dependent on Microsoft. Unless you buy a Mac. don't you know, talk about it. But uh the my, my, my one big gripe is their performance as they stated already where I kinda joked about with them saying, Well look at look at Nintendo. The thing is, um I believe we're now at a point where we're kind of stepping into the next league of performance within this year and next year. Like look at games like uh the Khallisto Protocol that just came out, uh as well as arguably Modern Warfare two, like my uh like I got my PC about a year ago. That shit was able to run a, a, a good amount of games. Modern Warfare 2, barely. Callisto it crashed my shit. So if, if they still have that mindset, and the, and the Steam Deck came out last year as well. If they still have that mindset, then they're going to have to upgrade their performance within the next year or two, because then at that point, the Steam Deck is going to have a lot of issues for newer AAA games. Granted, again, there's a lot more indies that come out, but a lot of people, a lot, a lot, of, the, a lot of casual people are not going to get a Steam Deck for the Indies, they're gonna go for the big titles, the triple play titles like your, your like your Superman, oh not Superman, um, Spider Man twos, like your Kalisto's, like your for, for for some of the weird people out there, the Dead Islands, the Dead Island twos. You know, um, we are at that transition, or we're still getting into that transition of we are gonna to have to upgrade. So the Steam Deck needs to very quickly.
0: and another thing we don't cover that's that's in the article of them saying, yeah, we've made some games actually run better. Um, instead of waiting on the devs to do it, we just did it ourselves by optimizing our driver because it's, it's our OS and we can do that. So some of the games on Steam are not performing better because they're like, "Oh yeah, what well, is updated on our side?" That's fine. Like, we don't, we don't care. Like, it. Yeah, they're 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 basically hands off of like, yeah, we'll do this because it's not a big deal. But otherwise, uh, as long as you're still here, we're still making money, so whatever.
1: On the on uh, the flip side, uh, you can do some of it yourself, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. was like I, they, again, people who are prepared
0: for this, everyone but Sony's just like they don't care, we're still making money. Either they're playing their own game, or they know exactly what their business model is going to go ahead and be. Like, folks, things are changing. Be prepared.
1: Sony just just play nice with Microsoft. Just let them help. Like, even if they- the races is slowly being lifted and thrown away. Mhm. Like even though I hate the fact that I just said this is a whole ass race when it really shouldn't be.
0: Again, I believe the future of protective game development is going to be in unions and that ain't going to happen under groups like Amazon being big owners.
1: <laughs> They're open to being dicks. They're open Yep. Microsoft is like, are they? Are they not? They they keep it close to the chest, and I even know about Google. I yeah, have no clue about Google. That that one caught me off guard when you said that was going to be one of the big three. Yeah, I'm saying because they're they're the big
0: capital runners right now. So yeah, that's what's going on. I just there's, there's really nothing more to be uh, to be surprised by. Like it's going to happen. Like if it doesn't happen, I like I said, I honestly believe if the Microsoft deal does not happen, things are actually going to be worse than if it did if it did happen.
1: Also, Activision Blizzard under Amazon? No, that's a a big problem.
0: Exactly. If they don't buy them (laughs) morally... Like, I'm sorry. Activision Blizzard is not staying independent. They're not. Someone's buying them. If it's not
1: Microsoft, it's going to be somebody else. And if fucking Bezos got it, you know Kodak is going to stay on Activision Blizzard. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And it's going to get worse. Yeah, baby.
0: That was this week, folks. Games
1: are fun.
0: No, but really, they're fun, so we're gonna go play some more.
1: But, uh. Yeah, you know, I got a I fucking tabletop RPG, but after that, I'm gonna continue playing God of War Ragnarok. I gotta. I, gotta, I don't know what I'm gonna play next, but I know I got some stuff to do,
0: so I'm gonna go enjoy that. Uh, this weekend, I probably won't be doing again, I'm sad to say, but not an- I won't be doing another uh how does one even for a new game. I'll probably be too busy too busy. Family's coming to visit for Santa pictures for some reason. But whatever. Um, I'm gonna have a big fat white man with a white beard in my house for no goddamn reason. Um Save money. Be Santa. I don't know anything near my goddamn lap. Uh, but yeah, no. Fair That's enough. me. So we'll be back on Tuesday we well, the final episode of VG Weekly Roundup before we go on our three-week break for the winter break. Uh, we will have the last episode of VG Weekly Roundup that Wednesday as well before we go on the same winter break.
1: Wednesday? And Wait, uh, you mean weeaboo trash talk?
0: Yeah, I was just saying weeaboo. You said VG, bro. No, I said VG is going to be on Tuesday, and then we'll have our yeah, last... Yeah, then you said VG again on Wednesday. And I said weeaboo. And I thought weeaboo. Anyway, so yeah, no, weeaboo was going to be we last episode on Wednesday. But... Yeah, other than the not remote, remote really? Ultima, you?
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, up until twenty twenty three, I'm still gonna be streaming twenty twenty three. I'm gonna take breaks for a little bit. So uh, until then, I'm no longer streaming the Cleave Protocol. That shit is uh, way too much on my PC. That is uh yeah, no, absolutely not. But uh, Monday I'll be streaming. What game? I don't know. There's gonna be a poll uh, later on tonight, if I remember, or tomorrow morning. So you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be picking. Until then. Catch, follow me on Twitter and Twitch at Death and just just keep in touch. Say hi, follow me, subscribe to whatever. And until then, um, yeah, some big things happening in 2023. I'm gonna be on the grind like no other. So stay tuned for that shit. Yep, 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 yep. All right, folks, we will catch y'all later.
0: Bye. You're.